Hello and welcome to a 60MW Spotlight Reflection movie show. I'm Chris and as always I'm joined by my undead friend. It's Mr Adam Parry. Hello. Ish. <laughs> I know we're getting we'll get into it shortly, mm. but there's 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 a zombie that sort of laughs <laughs> in this film that we're going to talk about. Did you pick up on that? It's sort of like it's a bit a bit erratic and a bit sort of like uh, instead of going, <gasps> he's a <gasps> no, maybe not. Yeah, that. No, Cheerful. you're not far off. It's it's quite like that. I think you're it's right. It's a bit manic, mm, isn't he? A little bit. But anyway, um. Thank you for listening to the show. We are, uh, well, if you've been here before, you know what we do. If you haven't, we talk about films that we revisit from our childhood or from our, you know, earlier years, shall we say, as we are approaching, well, I'm approaching 50. I'm closer <laughs> to my 50s than I was uh, a last, few years ago. Last year, even? That's madness. Uh, yeah, uh, I will be 50 in uh, three years' time. That's, well, two and, well, what, how old am I? 57. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Two and a half years time, <laughs> fucking hell! Oh Jesus! Uh, hopefully, I'll still be spouting this drivel uh, then. God, but, you're um, losing your mind. I think. I think in about three months, I might suggest that we watch Biggles and see if you catch on that we've already <laughs> watched Biggles. Yes. Well. Um, oh, and a nice segue on that because, um, as I was going to say, if you've not listened to one of these shows before, then we go back to movies that we haven't watched for a very long time and decide to re-watch them with a fresh pair of eyes, with our ageing minds, uh, with our refined palate uh, <laughs> of movie uh, watching over the years and decide if they're still any good or not. And um, that's why we're here. So, um, yeah, and as uh, Adam's just mentioned, the first show, the first, very first show that we ever did was Biggles um, a long time ago. Um, we've been doing how long we've been doing the show for now? To, well, obviously the podcast's been going for uh, ten years is, or so. Is but this the third year of this? This is the third or fourth year. I don't fucking know anymore. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> just having a look. It's all I'm in just, the details. Here we go. Sep- September two thousand and nineteen was when the first show was. Oh, Jesus. All right. All those those though that that happy time before. Wars and lockdowns and stuff. Yeah, you were Although near your still... 40s. I know, I yeah, I was near see? in the 30s. Oh, fuck me. That's madness. It is. Anyway, um, yes, so uh, thank you for listening anyway, if you're still here, even though we're rambling a bit. But um, we are here to talk about a movie that Adam picked. We alternate our picks, and this show uh, was decided by yourself. Mm. And it is... Return of the Living Dead 3. Um, now, just for people who uh, may not know, but we did record a show on Return of the Living Dead, which um, we re- released on the 13th of December 2019. Wow. So not long after we'd actually started yeah. this particular Spotlight Reflection show. Uh, and I seem to remember that we... Well, it, again, it was your pick. I'd never seen it before. And we both really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was uh, got some decent effects in it. It was uh, it got charm to it, hadn't it? It was, um, yeah, it was punky. It was punky, and it had a bit of a bit of attitude, a bit of comedy. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was fun, and we all know things get better the more you do them. So what could possibly go wrong? Oh, absolutely. And it got shaved, Linnea Quigley. 
Yes. I was uh, writhing around uh, uh, in a graveyard and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, that, that was a, a good um, a good movie. Uh, now, I think at the time, I remember saying that... Because the, uh, the series itself, Return of the Living Dead, there's been five movies in this particular series. <laughs> what? Somehow, what? yeah. Um, so you got Return of the Living Dead, uh, which was released in 1985. Then you got Return of the Living Dead 2, which was 1988. And I seem to remember, the time, like I said, at the time, I remember seeing the poster of that and, and, and you know, thought, oh, it's quite a good poster, but I never actually watched that film. Uh, Return of Living Dead 3, which I think was a direct-to-video release. I don't remember it getting any kind of theatrical... Oh, this would have been everywhere. What are you talking about? This would have been in IMAX. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Return of the Living Dead and Necropolis in 2005. uh, And then Return of the Living Dead, Rave (laughs) to the Grave in 2005. I think... They were filmed back to back. Yes, I've seen the trailers for them. I watched them out of curiosity, and they're basically the same. Well, the same trailer, the same. Get it on DVD, and yeah. the same font and everything. And yeah, well, yeah, the fact they were they were released both in the same year tells you most of what you need to know. I think. Yeah, I think there's been chat at various points. Um, in recent history of potentially a remake of uh, the original uh, Return of the Living Dead, but yeah. I can't see how that would work particularly. No. I'd, you know, it's uh, it was a film of its time, and I think it's, you know, what are you going to do? It's There's been so many zombie films since then, it's, it would be hard to, I suppose, capture that vibe. Yeah, um, and it would also have no budget, much like the original one, but only now it would have none of the charm. Yeah, I think that's the the thing, isn't it? So, um, yeah, Return of the Living Dead 3, released in 1993. Um, it is just seven minutes over that magic 90-minute, um, I suppose, 80s movie, even though it's not technically an 80s movie. But, if you you know, so it, I suppose in some ways, I'll give it, I'll give it props for that because, you know, it's movies were creeping up to that sort of like one hour 45 mm-hmm. one hour 50 you know getting longer and longer so uh but this isn't you know relatively short i suppose um in terms of it's uh i, I think because at the end of the, these shows you, we always give each other a few clues to try and guess what the, the film is going to be uh and and i didn't get it but brian yuzner was the is the director of this i've heard of him before because he's directed society starring billy warlock um, which is an odd film. It is. I don't, I, I don't remember massive amounts of it, except that there's... Um, does he shag his sister in it or something? Or there's the shunting and all sorts of weird shit happening. I don't it, know. Just like a, is, is that one just a mass of fleshy flesh flesh at the end? Just a, just a, a writhing... Yeah, just an incestuous kind of weird film. I don't yeah, know. Like a, just, like a giant fuck meatball. Just, yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. Mm. So I don't think I've seen any of other of any uh, of Brian Yuzner's other films. Although I think he was involved in some way, shape, or form. What I was reading on Wikipedia uh, with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it, uh, it, I think he was um, involved with the re- reanimator films as well, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, a, a, Part of the story uh, for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, um, <laughs> which is an odd one. Uh, he was involved in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid as well, 
So, uh, oh, honey, honey, we shrunk our, ourselves. Oh, I never saw that one. I uh, yeah, no. I remember going to the cinema to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and um, yeah. Anyway, um, so um, horror director, I think he's more well known for generally speaking. Um, in terms of the cast, I don't really know if there's anybody that memorable. Is anybody that caught your uh, eye? Um, no. There's one. That, Is there? Yeah. So. Sarah Douglas, who who plays Colonel Sinclair. She looks like someone, and I'll probably know who she, she is now. So, based on the film that we talked about, she wasn't in the third one, but she was uh, Ursa in Superman 1 and 2, the mm, female baddie. Yes. Um, uh, she's obviously got short hair in that. Really? Um, she was in one? She, uh, well, she was in one very briefly when oh, they, yeah, she got yeah, shot yeah. into space yeah. in the, you know, that, that kind of happened in that prison thingy. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then um, Melinda Clark, she plays Julie Walker, who's the sort of, I suppose, the the young, horny, constantly fucking horny um, femme fatale, mm. if you want to call, call her <laughs> well, that. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, she's had a decent career by the looks of it. She's still acting and she's been in... Um, lots of different shows. I think she's well known as what for being in Nikita. Apparently, she was in seventy episodes of that, the TV version of Nikita. Never, never saw uh, a single episode of it. Yeah, and I like Maggie Q as well. You know, not not as an actress particularly, just to look at. Um, but um, and that she was in. Um, oh God, what's that other fucking? Um, the OC, I think it was. Yeah, she was in. 90 episodes of The O.C., which I've never seen. Um, uh, Kent McCourt, I've seen him around. He plays Colonel John Richards, who's the dad. He looked familiar. That's what I'm saying. Or he could just look like military dad. So uh, he was Unger in um, Airplane 2. Oh, fuck it. Mm, Unger. I don't I don't know if you remember that. Is, uh, he's the captain in Predator 2 as well. Um is he? he's been around he's been around he's been in a few different things. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um just I think he was in um you know Battlestar Galactica 1980 as well. Uh, <laughs> okay, the good so, one. <laughs> he's one of those faces that you've probably seen yeah. around in. And then um here we go. So uh a returning uh person that we've have, we've talked about so mike moroff who plays santos who's one of the um hispanic um gang members yeah. shall we say he, he likes saying essay essay uh he is there's only well there's only one way to uh describe him but he's his official title in robocop is hophead but he's the fuck me dude um, he's the guy who sees Robocop going into the convenience store for the first uh, time. Right, okay. And just, you know, shouts constantly, fuck me. Yeah. Uh, fun it, me, if you watch the version I watched originally. Yeah. And forget then, me, sorry, not fun me. Forget me, that's all right, yeah, yeah, I remember putting a clip of that in that that show. Um, and then, only, I didn't recognise him at all, but there's a, an, an actor called Basil Wallace, who plays the Riverman? Uh, I was uh, going to ask because in the credits it says and you know Basil Wallace. I was like, Who the yeah. fuck is Basil Wallace? Uh, well, exactly. Now the only thing I've noted that I could I saw on IMDb that he's been in. Uh, you watched any Steven Seagal films? Are you a, not a fan? I would, uh, I'm not. I'm not God. a fan, but I've watched some of his films. I haven't seen one of his films probably since I was about 
20, maybe. Uh, well, he pl- he was in Marked for Death and he played Screwface. I don't know if you remember that one. That's where he goes up against the sort of like voodoo gangs. And oh, I've seen that one. I think I've only ever seen Mark for Death, Nico and Under Siege. That's probably me done, maybe. Yeah, they all kind of blend. Out for Justice was another one. Oh, they yeah. all kind of blend in. Apart from Under Siege, I think. Yeah. Uh, but all of the others where he plays a cop or something, he, you know, you could just substitute them for something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then... Um, should mention uh, he hasn't been in much really, but the the lead uh, I suppose in it is Jay Trevor Edmund who plays Kurt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Did he have um, a long career? No, not no, really. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think he's he's acting according to IMDb anyway. Yeah, kind of finished acting. in ni- yeah <laughs> in ninety seven ninety nine uh, that sort of era. But uh, yeah. The, he had a few years where he burned brightly, I guess. Well, you say brightly. <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> um, yeah, 1999. And that was where he played a character called Jeremy, where he was actually uncredited. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes. never mind. He burned like a mouse's fart in the Grand Canyon at midnight. Um, but yeah, that's that's the cast and, and crew. Um, uh, you know, nobody else really, I suppose. Um, so... Yeah, why did you pick this film? Um, Good question. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, I I still very I have very fond. I still hold it fondly. Return of the Living Dead Part One. Yes. Um, and my one of my oldest uh, friends, Matthew, we uh, both loved Number One. Um, and then we found Number Two uh, for rental. We loved that. And then I got a random phone call at some point. It would have been roughly probably when I was 14 or so, uh, saying, I've rented Return of the Living Dead 3. And I was like, there's a Return of the Living Dead 3? You went, there's a Return of the Living Dead 3. Because there was no internet then, so this was news. So I didn't see the cover or anything like that. So I hurriedly biked around his house and we sat there and watched it. And I remember being quite disappointed that it wasn't like the first one. Because the second one... The second one is more comedy than horror. See, I like the first one because it treats the horror part of the film with absolute seriousness, but there mm. are funny bits, whereas two is more slapstick and it plays it for laughs more. And then this was completely different. Um, fast forward to when I was about 21 or so and I was at uni. I did pick I picked number three up off, uh, on DVD because it was in sale for £2.50 or something, probably an HMV. Mm. And um, but never watched it. And uh, when I suggested it, I thought, oh yeah, cool. Well, well, I knew it was on Prime, and I thought, I wonder if I've still got the DVD kicking around. And I couldn't find it for love nor money. So that remains one of those that I bought and probably never came out of its wrapper, and I probably gave to a charity shop. So I actually haven't seen it since I was fourteen. And I just wanted to know if I couldn't remember much about it apart from the obvious. And uh, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember tonally really what it was like, or mm. much about the plot. I, I use plot because there's not much of it. Um, so I just thought, yeah, I was just curious to go back and see, was it, you know, was I being an unfair teenager? It's like oh, it's not as gory as the first one, meh. Or was I just right to be disappointed as much as anything? So it was never a film that I loved, but it was a curio. In my in my memories, I think. Yeah. Um, 
so I've seen it once as well, and I would have been 17. Um, I would imagine when I watched it. I've just looked, actually, I was, this film is 30 years old. Um, and so, you know, I, I would have been 17 when I watched it. And at the time, there was a chap who lived across the road, and he was a bit older than me. And oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. If you want to come around my house and watch some <laughs> dirty videos. And um, I think he did... How many pubes have you got, Chris? Do you want me to show you mine? <laughs> um, I think he was a bit lonely, actually, to turn yeah. it into a bit of a tragic What's story. What's your girth, Christopher? <laughs> Do you want to see my girth? Um, he was. Uh... Would you like to come and share a pop tart? Have you ever talk... put some mints in a pint glass and made it warm? Poked <laughs> a hole in it and then uh, put your cock in it, Chris? Did you? Have you ever done that? Uh... It's the poshest wank I've ever had, Chris. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Uh, I did actually talk a bit like that, actually, but uh, anyway. Stroke no, he, me. <laughs> he, uh, I don't think he, he ain't got many friends. That's, that's the thing, see. And, and anyway, so we, uh, we, you know, he'd, he'd kind of Chris, I've picked up a. Uh, I've got some puppies. I picked up a child from school. She's still in the boot of my car. I was seventeen. Like I was a bit. I wasn't. I'm like a twelve-year-old. You know, I imagine you at seventeen, looking about ten. Probably being yeah, like probably. small and wiry, I reckon. Yeah, you, I reckon you yeah. spurted just a bit older than that and grew and grew to the fine man that you are now. But I <laughs> yeah. you were, were you were you a, were you a Weasley child? Weasley, <laughs> yeah. Weasley. That's just something t- different to what I'm thinking. Weasleys. That's kind of like I, I. If you're a Weasley kid, you're one of them. You know, kind of grasses or whatever, or you're a. You know, you go and tell on people a lot, or you're a. Little shit bag. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. No, <laughs> no, I was a very good boy. Actually. <laughs> exactly. Was... You're all, all Weasley and yeah. and crooked in the corner or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no. I, I, well, anyway, right. So, uh, he, you know, bring films around and we'd sit and watch them, whatever. I'm, so I'm sure that he bought. <laughs> How much older was he? Um, Mid fifties. No, 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 no. He's probably, I'd say, he was early twenties, sort of like maybe twenty two, twenty three. So maybe about five years older than me. So not that much older. Um, I wasn't being groomed. I'm pretty pretty sure of that, Mm, unless I repress the memories. Oh yeah. Um, You never think you're being groomed. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, So anyway. Um, this was, I'm fairly certain, a film that he would have brought round to the house and we would have watched together. And I seem did, to did remember... He, did he often watch films just in his pants? <laughs> Not all the time, no. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that we've... I, well, I know I've watched this and I know that looking at the cover of the film, that's was one of the main attractions for picking it up in the video shop because you've got this, just to describe it for people, you've got this woman, this young woman, who's, uh, it's it's a red background with the red moon uh, behind her and she's got short, like I suppose, denim shorts on. Um, she's showing a bit of flesh and whatever, but she's got cl- like claws and bits of glass sticking out of her face yeah. and sticking out of her, el- her arm and stuff. So it's quite, you know, I suppose, a, you know, alluring it would have been something that you would have picked up and gone oh right and then on the back of the box yeah, there'd have yeah. been even more she's you know she's your kind of bitch flesh well yeah exactly to quote a line from the film um so but 
yeah, I don't have any strong memories of it particularly. I don't remember a great deal. I remember at the time, similar to you, thinking, uh, but then I got nothing to compare it against. I got no, you know, original film or a sequel or whatever. I, it was just a, a film. I watched a standalone film. Um, and <clears throat> reality is, apart from the connection, and I think this goes throughout the whole of the the series, because they're all very loosely based in terms of just the type of chemical that links the whole films together. They all that... reference Night of the Living Dead as an incident. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, more so part one. Um, and then, obviously, that mentions about the bodies and whatnot. This kind of, yeah, with the, with the trioxin, that's the only connective tissue. Yeah. It rewrites a couple of laws, zombie laws, which make no sense because it contradicts its own heritage, but never mind. Yeah, a lot of the film makes no fucking sense, no. but we'll get into that. Um, so, anyway, um, film itself... Um, did receive, I think, a limited theatrical release oh, in hell. America, um, and uh, it failed miserably. It had a two million dollar budget, and the box office in the US, anyway, return was fifty four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, so that's <laughs> fucked. Uh, yeah, just not a uh, you know kind of. Uh, I don't even know if this film has got a cult following either. If I'm honest with you, I, sometimes you know you. You get those films that are, like, I suppose, a bit like Dead and Buried, which is a, a, a failure upon its release, but then it develops a bit of a cult following over the years, doesn't it? But I don't think yeah. this has that. Ooh, I've just realised I've lied. Oh. I completely watched this when I, I bought it. How dare you? I, 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 I know that because I'm going to bring it up because, because the um, this is very much a censored version. Oh, is it? So uh, we watched this on... Um, Amazon Prime, yes. like you said. And it did look as if there were a couple of bits that you thought, hang on, this this looks a bit like they've cut something. It's clearly yeah. why is this you know, why is there so many reaction shots? Yeah. Just as just as just you're about to see something, it cuts to another character going, Ugh. Yeah. 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 No, I did buy it, I did watch it. Oh fuck me that means my whole backstory's wrong. Ah. So but, but you can't, obviously can't remember it. Not particularly fuck no. all about it. I just remember, uh, it was I kept thinking, I'm sure this used to be bloodier. And there was one, 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 one scene. I was like, "Oh, this is the cut version." And I remember there being, I don't, I, where the fuck I found this out? I'm not entirely sure, but I think this caused a little bit of controversy. I mean, it would be a little bit of controversy because no fuckers heard of it, but it caused a bit of a hoo ha when it came out. I think. See, that's that annoys me in this day and age that there's a, you know, a censored cut version of a film yeah. on Amazon Prime or whatever streaming service. I mean, fuck's sakes. I mean, we're it's 2023 and you can pretty much get your hands on anything these days, can't you? And it's yeah. just, it's ridiculous that a film that's 30 years old is still fucking censored. Yeah. And I think it's basically all of the better effects that got cut out. Ugh, but I'm on. sure this caused a bit of a hoo-ha at the time because... It's um, ridiculous. Well, well, not necessarily for the gore, but for the sort of glorification of self-harm. Self-harm, yeah. I suppose, but, yeah. yeah. Well, it, I mean, there was, there was no particularly self-harm that I could see that was... Like, it was more the actual, I suppose, violence towards others that seemed to be cut. Yeah, than, yeah, I think you're mainly right there, yeah. 
Anyway, ah, uh, fair enough. All right. Well, um, I didn't, talking I didn't about mean the... to lie. I apologise for that. that. That's quite right. Um, the uh, you were too busy insulting me <laughs> in my childhood. Um, so no, the the makeup effects and whatever for the the lead actress, uh, if you want to, you know, say that. Uh, apparently, they initially took nine hours to do. Um, right. And then they cut it down to six hours. You think nine hours? Imagine a nine-hour day just sitting, having makeup applied to yeah. you, and then you got to get it all taken off you as well. That must have been horrific. Um, but still, I'm sure she got paid handsomely for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, do you have a? Oh, I should Ooh. point out as well that this has got a five point nine out of ten out of sixteen thousand ratings on IMDb. Um, it does have a Metacritic, which we'll come to shortly. It does. But um, yeah, do do we do the synopsis here? Or I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. We we free flow. Do the do the synopsis. Yes. Okay. The synopsis for Return of the Living Dead I I I is thus: Having recently witnessed the horrific results of a top secret project to bring the dead back to life, a distraught youth performs the operation on his girlfriend after she's killed in a motorcycle accident. Oh, there you go. Um, okay, it's got a Metacritic. Uh, there's only five uh, critic reviews. Uh, they're all mixed. So it's got 47 score. Um, what's the score? Has it got a score for oh, user ratings? It's 5.9. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's fairly consistent, uh, I guess. That's based on 11 ratings. Um, so uh, let's, let's read them, shall we? Let's start with... Um, you go with timer. Yeah, oh, actually, you you pick one. You I, pick I was going to go with timer anyway because it's it's top of the pops at sixty out of one hundred. Uh, unusually, right for a film that scores so low, the fact that there's no good or actually there's no bad ratings, it's yeah. all middling, which is yeah. eyebrow raising. But anyhow, timeout. Who gave this sixty out of a hundred? Uh, says Usner and FX maestro Steve Johnson put human flesh on the plot's bare bones without ever losing sight of the central offbeat romance. Hmm. Um, I'll go with the New York Times, which give it fifty. Return of the Living Dead Three has more visual than dramatic flair, with the actors most memorable for their sharply lit cheekbones and upstaged regularly by the, by the macabre special effects. Uh, do one more, go on. Yeah, ooh, ooh, do I go variety or, oh, we will go TV Guide magazine, the most generic of the magazine names ever. Uh, they've given it 50, so not, not much less than anyone else. Um, they put the third entry in this uneven franchise as a straightforward, gruesome and relatively successful exercise in disturbing frights. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. Right, uh, so... We'll listen to the trailer. It's in terms of will um, spoiler alerts. I mean, it doesn't give away too much, really. It's you know, it's not like there's loads of twists and whatever. But <laughs> no, not like there's that much to give away. Not really. So, so I think it's. I'd, I'd probably give it a five on this sort of like spoiler trailer yeah. alert thingy. But it's it's not. You know, you know, it's it. Sets the film up. Like, I mean, it tells you what happens in the fucking synopsis, doesn't it? Yeah, so, pretty much. Um, anyway. Right, uh, here is the trailer for Return of the Living Dead 3. They vowed to stay together forever, that their love would never die. But their pledge remained untested. Oh, cool. No problem when the boss's son, remember? 
until they went looking for a thrill and stumbled on the chilling fact. Let's proceed. That even the dead can go on living. They came back to life. We gotta get out of here. And tonight, fate will put their promises <laughs> to the test. Oh my God. Now that she's dead, he's frightened to live without her. But bringing her back is terrifying. <gasps> oh, God, Kurt, that was incredible. Let's do it again. Damn it! Seal it off now! Is that what I'm gonna become? These poor dead bastards crave brains. She bit me. She did something bad. I feel so hungry. Never find you down here. What have you done? If she attacks him, he becomes like her. I just get a little confused sometimes. No! Love never dies. All right, there you go. That was the trailer. Um, Okie doke. Right, so let's um, get into the film. Now, uh, I have to confess mm -hmm. that uh, due to a, a home emergency where, like I said, I, I planned to have the day off to myself today um, so that I could sit and watch the film and make notes. I could write them. I'd put it up on the screen, the big screen. Um, but my... Uh, seven-year-old decided that she wanted to have a an ear infection, so oh, did, I ended up having, get her to write and then. So I, <laughs> so I ended up having to take it to the the doctors and then. So anyway, I watched it on a laptop while she watched stuff on the TV, and I typed it up. So I'm very sorry about that. No, I wrote fine. I wrote 1,900 words uh, uh, on a word document. Oh, so that means nothing, does it? Let's be honest. Sorry, sorry. So, how about yourself? Nine pages. I don't know how. Fucking hell. I don't know. I seem to have I seem to have got into a habit of writing exactly the same amount of notes almost, regardless of the film that I'm watching. That's not bad, though. Um, really? That's to... more than the script. Okie <laughs> um, doke. Right. So, um, let's get into the film um so i mean it starts off there's no messing about it pretty much goes straight into the titles you get yeah. the cast there's no fucking around a weird choice for the credit sequence as in it while why well why the while the credits are up in the credits it's playing video of what would be its tentpole scene i, I well i couldn't really see that very well I I don't I couldn't see what was going on in the in the sort of the credits. Yeah, it was a bit where she's cutting herself up. Oh uh, right, okay. Which okay. I was trying yeah. to think that'd be weird. That'd be like when Rocky starts, when Rocky comes across the screen, it's it's playing the last round of the fight while the Rocky uh, scrolls across. Weird. I mean, the way it sells it, obviously, is you know, have a gruesome a, wank. That's basically a what it's saying. A, a fairly attractive uh, woman, and she's you know. 
got shit sticking out of her. Yeah. But you still you still would. Um, <laughs> but, uh, You'd particularly... have to be careful, though, wouldn't you? Oh God, yes, yes. Um, like a bloody so... bear trap down there. You don't know what's going to what's going to happen. <laughs> I've not seen it, but apparently there's that film called Teeth, which uh... I've never seen it. No. No, it's where there's teeth, where the lady parts are. That makes me, want to, that makes me feel sick. Yeah, uh, so there you are. You know when anyway. you see fish that have got human-like teeth? Oh, yeah. That's grim. The last thing you want is a vagina <laughs> with human-like teeth. They don't have to be sharp. They could just be like human teeth. It's hideous. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. anyway oh, if, oh, if they hadn't shaved, it looked like Brian Blessed, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it's only the same as the, you know, if you, well, you know, I suppose if you're having a blowjob, isn't it? You've got teeth there, ain't you? No, but I don't... Not to be gr- crude no, about it, but, you, don't you know. Want te- you don't want teeth anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want teeth, human teeth, yeah. anywhere else on the human body or on another creature. <laughs> oh, Ooh, imagine if you had chattering teeth when you farted. <laughs> Oh, you can tell. I think we, I commented on this last time when we talked about um, uh, the first power that we end up going on more <laughs> tangents about the film when the film isn't particularly good. Oi, we, we hadn't even fucking started yet. Uh, no, we have. We got to the credits. What are you talking about? We haven't quite got to the credits where it says and Basil Wallace. That was my second my second note because I was thinking, oh. who the fuck is Basil Wallace? There you go. It does set him up as like some kind of special guest. <laughs> I'm thinking, who the fuck are you? Anyway. Um, okay, so then, you know, you get an army base, a shot of an army base. Most of this film, I think 95% of it is shot at night time, isn't it? Yes. It's, uh, you know, um, and so you get a, an overview of an army base. It looks like an air, an, an, well, it looks like an air force base because it looks like there's planes That's there That's what or I something. thought. I thought it was an air force base, but it turns out it's just a big room with metal metal cubes in it. Yeah, it's actually not that big. No. Um, and so you get uh, lots of activity, uh, say lots, based on the... <laughs> there's probably about half a dozen people working there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, useless you know. security guard one, useless security <laughs> guard two, old, oh, okay. old general, captain or whatever his name is, uh, John. Yeah. Uh, Sinclair's there just to be a bitch. Yeah. And then there's a couple of creepy doctors. And that's about your lot. That, that's it, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so there's people le- leading uh, bodies under cloths around, and or a body, I should say. The scientists there, like you said, this fe- female colonel. What was her name again? Um, uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. So she, she's uh, just arrived, and you can already tell that she's uh, going to cause problems yeah. for people uh she's got just got that look about her, yeah. you know and because they sort i don't think they quite say everything yet but she's pissed off because her rival exoskeleton scheme isn't the one that got chosen yeah uh so they want to use bioweapons of the zombies is yeah. pretty much the, the way it's going but the the colonel there uh the, the existing colonel shall we say he su- sort of suggests that He's got an, a more humane way to treat the yeah. zombies. How? What? How? Why? How is it any more humane? It makes no sense. Um, so He's also slack and he can't find his, his key card for his door. Yeah. And then so, Sinclair's like, 
Well, from what I've seen around here, security's the last of your... Which, looking back at it, you think, <laughs> she's, she's not, not wrong. fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because it's terrible. Anyway, so now the music changes a little yeah. bit and you get these kids at a cliff top. Oh, they're, they're, they're 90s, aren't they? It's, they are, they're very 90s. Ooh. It's a it's a very nineties sort of like you know Amy Grant style yeah. music video or something. Yeah. You got they got some floppy hair, yeah, floppy wearing, hair hats, wearing those stupid fucking hats. Yeah. You know jeans and shorts and denim and whatever. Yeah, we just parked uh, on a cliff while the sun goes down, just just listening to our jams. Yeah, it's sort of like not not even particularly grungy but but that's kind of the, the, you know just a anyway caffeine free diet grunge is what it was uh, it turns out julie just likes to amuse herself by trying to burn herself yeah which what why that's what, what? she's got a lighter to her hand yeah. and she's setting fire well she's not setting fire to it but you know she's she's just holding it there like see, to see how long she can hold it there for yeah uh, so she can well she's a bit of a fucking maniac yeah. isn't she she's just a She's a live I wire. I think that's you, what you, you don't know much about her backstory, except that she mentions later on, shortly after this, that her mom wouldn't even know where she was if she had, even if she'd be gone for a week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then the boy who turns out to be Kurt, uh, who's the boyfriend, gives her the key card, and they're, they're talking about there's a test going on yeah. at six o'clock, um, and they've got the motorbike, so they. It's 5.30, so they have to get there quick. Yeah, she tells her friend to mind her own business because they've got to go jam. Yeah, uh, and so then back to the base, the body's uncovered. It's a skinny zombie, right? Yeah. He's wearing a weird fucking outfit. Yeah, it's... It's a bit like the girl in The Fifth Element. Yeah. Sort of. He doesn't quite wear it as well. No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. And what, it sort of covers his cock, doesn't it? Of, yeah, it's weird. It's like a weird little... It's like a weird little cock hammock, isn't it? Yeah. But it's still sort of open at the top. Yeah. So if you were to wee with any strength, you could still wee out of it and it would arc into a toilet. It's not very tight-fitting, is it? No, it's just, And no. also you think, why do they need to cover him up? I mean... Yes. Yeah, he's he's a zombie. Surely that you know they've seen a cock before, and plus he's dead. Yeah, I don't know. They, uh, they want to strap him up, but that that provides no extra strappage apart no. from yeah, it's a weird choice. And and so they 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 string him up like um, so that not he's or he's basically dead. He's a dead zombie. Yeah, I mean, well, I think what, they just call that a body. A body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's never <laughs> okay. been a zombie as of yet, as he's just a dead fella. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if he he was a zombie at some point or. Oh, what was, mm, I don't know. I don't know actually. No, God. the whole the whole thing about zombies is just fucking weird in this film. I don't I don't get it no. particularly. It's like they've they reference zombies, but then they act as if they've never seen or heard of a fucking zombie I know. before. It is very weird. But they go through the whole plot here. He talks about the trioxin, which is the chemical. How that goes back to 1969, which is Night of the Living Dead. And the only way they could get rid of the corpses was to stuff them in barrels, which they've mentioned in Return of the Living Dead before. Because um, in 69, that's when they found out about this chemical's special properties. Because it was originally, apparently, a chemical that was going to be used to destroy marijuana crops. <laughs> I mean, that's a slight fuck-up, isn't it? We need to kill weed. Cool, what have we done? We've raised the dead. Yeah. 
Uh, well, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that, that was I say because he says about the uh, used as a weapon against the war against marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I, I knew there's a war against drugs, but I didn't know that marijuana was such a. No, I confused me about right because they've got. I mean, I, so the bodies in the barrels. Right, I think mm-hmm. they're supposed to be the original zombies. They can't destroy them, apparently. Yeah, so they're the original zombies. But why are they inert inside the barrel? Uh, why aren't they moving around in there, just going, "Let me out"? Well, I'm not I'd... saying "let me out," but you know what I mean. Why aren't they sort of yeah. shuffling around? They're just going. <laughs> Instead, they're just like they've been. They're just switched off until yeah. until you don't need them to be. In which case, they're very awake. They're not activated at all. I, yeah. don't, I, I don't quite understand that. But anyway, so anyway, um, the boy, um, Kurt, just turns up at the base with the girl on the back. So, I, I, right, I can potentially accept that <laughs> because he is the colonel's son, yeah. they know who he is. He's still a civilian, right? Yes. So they would, you would imagine that there would still be some security checks to get into this fucking base. Yeah. The fact that he's got an unknown person on the back of the bike and the security guard who looks about 15 <laughs> just says, yeah, go on, fuck yeah. it, go on, I mean, carry on. You get it. Maybe, no, maybe on a normal night there, you know, he's obviously, they know the score. It's like, I'm the colonel's son. I'm on if you let me in here. And it's like, I'll do him a favour because, you know, he might give me a good good word with the colonel. I can get promoted to something beyond man who controls traffic barrier and also compared to what happens later i suppose it, well it's even worse later on in the film mm. but, and you well you think as well that the, but, the, the, but tonight so, you wouldn't let him in because the big test is going on exactly they'd have sent some memo around saying you know yeah, tell kurt and his bitch to stay away tonight because we're reanimating the dead this uh-huh. one we kind of need to keep secret yeah so anyway but they get they get in and um the card won't work and uh just just to show that she's not only a bit sort of dangerous because she likes to burn herself but she, but she's horny as fuck because she gets the card and she licks it and guess what it works yep. good old and it's, tongue it's all in the tongue apparently mm-hmm. she loves it um so anyway um then the, there's a guard yeah doesn't look like he's got a weapon at the time, or but anyway, much of an IQ. Um, so he's he's doing his patrols. What you say, uh, patrol? He's walking around just looking baffled. Yeah, and he's like, why am I here? He's just shit because yeah. they because they've climbed up onto the onto the metal containers, and because they're wearing big nineties Doc Martin boots, they're not exactly quiet while they're clambering around up there. And no. the reverberating footsteps that echo off the metallic walls in there. A big clomping with a and he's just like just doesn't hear a thing doesn't hear a fucking thing no um so they're they're having a look around and they see people burning bodies um they then they start watching the experiment that they're doing on this dead guy uh which then they put some gas at first they confirm he's dead they have to <laughs> no. confirm he's dead. Like, okay. Surely you know he's fucking dead. Because he's a body. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they put this gas on it. Yeah. And obviously it starts to twitch and come to life. Um, 
And then it somehow sees them above and it freaks out a little yeah. bit. Does your heart start beating? Yeah. That makes I... no sense. No. Because, well, A, later on in the film, and then from Return of the Dead 1, because it's like, it's alive, because it starts twitching, and then the little heart machine keeps starts going. But the whole point of them is that they have no heartbeat, because in like Return of the Dead Part 1, when Freddy and, and the old fella are dying, the medics come to them and they go, oh, can you use my equipment, because I've got no blood pressure, no pulse. So they have no They're dying. They're supposed yeah. to be reanimated, not reborn to life. Yeah. Well, well, this whole section, it makes not really a lot of sense at all. No. Because so they're, they're trialing that they've got this like super duper gun, which you have to have two, <laughs> two people operate. Yeah. Two people, a battery pack for some reason. You have to load special darts into it. It's a fucking dart gun. It's the it's the same gun they use to fucking knock a lion out at a zoo. Is that, what you that, need? <laughs> Not this thing out of fucking Total Recall that they've got that takes ten seconds to charge. They uh, they put a um, a target on the zombie's head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or the de- the body's head, whatever. So they know what they're aiming for. Uh, and the idea is, the experiment is, that they have to shoot it straight in the head, yeah. and so it freezes them, yeah. a- and it paralyzes them. So they can, at- th- yeah. So they can drop these zombie soldiers into the enemy, and then when they've killed the enemy, they go in and freeze them all with their unwieldy guns. Yeah. How are they going to make sure that they only... Oh, it makes no fucking sense. And also, it does well. Anyway, yeah, we'll 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 come to that. Peter but, Capaldi, but, that's who this zombie looks like. Ah, oh, right, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I get that's a good, good one. I like that one. Um, so anyway, right, it so they paralyze it, and you know it's whatever uh, on the floor, yeah. and then uh, they're all happy, etc. Now she's really fucking horny all the time. She so is, she, yeah. Kurt's upset, and she's fucking. She's she's got it. She's got that. She's got the the clunge juice flowing. <laughs> <laughs> so she kisses him, uh, and but they need to get spotted now. Yeah. I I thought this was going to be a little plot twist, like they're going to realise like the 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 valley intruders. They know who it is because they find this this bit of. Um, Oh, the brooch Jewelry. or whatever the it is. The brooch. Yeah, yeah I put a, I have exactly what I put, a brooch. Because it's like a skull and crossbones type brooch thing. And they leave it behind. But doesn't doesn't come into it at all, I don't think. It, it, well, hold on. Does she not pick it up? She doesn't, does she? Does she? I don't but think she's, so. she's got another one later that's the same. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, anyway. because she drops the brooch and that actually that, that's the one sound that alerts the useless fucking guard. Yeah, he's he's up in the rafters yeah. now, looking around for him. So but... he hears the tinkle, tinkle of metal on metal, and so he goes, hmm? it's like a it's proper Metal Gear guard, isn't he? I'm surprised a big question mark <laughs> yeah. didn't appear above his head. Anyway. Yeah. But then when he gets up there, what he doesn't hear is the clomping fucking footsteps as they run away and climb a ladder. No, well, you talking about Metal Gear, and I, I was getting vibes because it's it's extremely silly let's be honest isn't it i mean i don't know it didn't make a lot of sense but mm. and it just reminded me of you know this could be the start of a resident evil film you know the yeah. kind of the 90s resident evil is it's just fucking stupid and it's but anyway whatever so 
Anyway, th this whole plan of theirs, like I said, it takes two people to operate the gun because you've got a battery pack, you've got somebody <laughs> has to load it. You have to reload it every single time. You have to be extremely accurate with it by shooting him in the head, right? So how many people are you going to need to do all the cleanup crew? How can you then guarantee that they're not, one of them's not going to wander off um, and where are you going to keep an eye on them all? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's essentially, it's a compressed air gun. That's all it is. Couldn't you make a smaller version, yeah. like like a dark gun, like a exactly, you know. yeah. But no, they've got they've got to connect it to some fucking barrel of gas just to fire one dart at a time. And then when you fire the dart, you have to wait for it to go before you can fire it again. It's ridiculous. It seems like a lot of faff, yeah. doesn't it? Really, um, hurrah! I, we've dropped we've dropped ten zombies onto the battlefield. Right now, we just need at least a minimum of double that to go and get them back again. Yeah. Uh, I think the exosuit idea sounds a lot better. Yeah. And I have no idea how fucking humane... Uh, uh, because they're already dead. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Why? There's no... Who cares about whether or not they... Because they're probably going to get... They can still be killed. Exactly. Can't... And what you do is like, we're waking you up to, to, to murder people and then we just freeze you again. That's more humane than giving someone a metal exo. It makes no sense. Anyway, so there's a, cr a crew member then. He's cleaning up the zombie and and what what why he decides to put his hand right into this <laughs> fucking zombie's mouth. It's not as if it's not even because they have got like they they give them like um the hazmat suits, like, aren't like, they? Yeah, but they, they give the zombies, like, bits, don't they? Like, horse, they put in oh, horses' yeah, mouths yeah, yeah. to stop them from biting. So instead of, like, placing a, one of these metal bits in the zombies, he literally tries to stick his hand in, down this zombie's yeah. throat. Why? It, it makes, makes no sense. What? Uh, well, of course, what happens? Oh. He, he gets fucking bitten, doesn't he? Yeah. And, uh, and then the zombie stabs him as well, which yeah, is a bit random. With a scalpel, and then he starts throwing him around, smashing him against the window. Yeah. Why are they super strong all of a sudden? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the, the what is it, tri trioxin or whatever it is, or the, yeah, the gas. Yeah, but all the zombies in return, they weren't super strong. They were just as strong as people. Yeah. That was it. But as he's just lifting this little fucking idiot up and banging his, banging his head against a plexiglass window, which is somehow just like breaks his skull open. You don't see it. I think that was cut as well. Uh, you just see a bit of sugar syrup on, on the window. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so he's dead. Yeah. And then the they start shooting at it. They try another projectile again, which is real faff, and they fucking miss anyway. Uh, and it's like a paintball, uh, sort of, because it hits the glass, doesn't it? It's like a blue <laughs> yeah. blob of paint. Um, so he gets hit again with another projectile. They strap it down properly this time. And the guy uh, who was bit then starts to come back to life. Yeah, but no no one in the control room sees this because they're, well, I think the general and John are talking to each other. Sinclair is blatantly looking through the window, but trying not to, to make it look like that somehow this other person would reanimate without anyone noticing. Mm. But why don't they know? Yeah. Why well, don't that's, they know that... The, the fellow who's just been killed in there is going to come back very quickly. They're just that, like, oh, we'll get it cleaned up. Like, exactly my line. Didn't they know what was going to happen? Because you know 
that if a zo- if you're bit by a zombie, you're going to come back sooner or later. If depending, I've always understood depending on the extent or where you get bitten. Mm. So if you if you're bitten on the neck or you're bitten somewhere close to your brain or wherever, you tend to get come back quite quickly. You know, and or and and then or if you're bitten loads, you come back pretty much like straight away as well. Yeah. So this guy's fucked. But don't they know? It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why don't they think? You know, yeah, they, well, they, just... they know all about the history. If this goes back to the night of the living dead, they know all about the history. They know all about how it spread. They know all about the chemical and its properties. They would have had something to do with the Return of the Living Dead Part 1 as, and 2 as well. They're going to know these facts. Yeah. Knobs. <laughs> so anyway, they've gone from congratulating themselves to then be very upset and they want an explanation. Yeah. And this plays straight into Sinclair's hands because... Uh, Obviously, she's she wanted to do, do something, and her nose is out of joint because the uh, you know she didn't get her way with the whole bio suit bollocks. Yeah. Um, anyway, cut to the house, and we get a bit of shagging. Yeah, off uh, camera, more which, or less. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is a bit of a shame, but still, Kurt's uh, shagging Julie, and um, and just as he uh, uh, he releases his semen. <laughs> <laughs> Inside into her, um, she's got, getting all excited again, talking about the fucking zombie. Oh, it's amazing! It's the it's the biggest burn. She's uh, like, "Oh my god, Kurt, that was incredible!" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it was." And then she's not talking about you, Kurt. She's talking about the reanimating dead people. <laughs> just as he's done his done his business, he he just gets taken down, taken down like that. Brutal. Well done, yeah. Julie. Loved it. Uh, so anyway, then you get a bit of boob, which uh, yeah. was uh, you know I don't I'm trying to think you don't generally get lots of boob in the films that we we've watched, have we? I don't think. Um, apart from Stone Cold, <laughs> oh, there's a bit. I was quite a lot of tit in that. There's some there? amazing bits in that, but yeah, no, um, yeah we, we seem to avoid the nudity. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, Kurt does. He's not happy. Like you said, but also he doesn't want to believe what he saw, and that the dad comes home dejected, and uh, he wants to talk to him. He's clearly not happy that Julie's there. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he comes into the bedroom, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Oh no, they they hear him pull up, don't they? It's like, oh shit, he's ready, and we're naked. Quick, put your clothes on. She manages to just put the jacket over herself. Yeah, and then dad walks into the bedroom, and they're sat there like going, you know, pretending like nothing's happened. As she's doing her shoes up with her back turned and the bed's all ruffled and it looks as guilty as fuck. Yeah. Who, are they trying to, who are they trying to kid? It probably stinks as jizz oh, as well, doesn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. It smells of <laughs> gash and cum in there. <laughs> so anyway, um, the dad's um, upset because he's been reassigned to Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. um, because of, what, of what's happened. And uh, he's still... He's looking for his key card, and uh, that, that's it. This is the thing, right? This is something that annoyed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. They call it a card key. Why do they call it a card key? What would you call it? You call, I suppose, technically, I guess it is a card, and it op- operates as a key. But I would always call it a key card. Yeah, I'd call it a key card. It makes no. I was like, why? Why are you saying this anyway? Because um, the key is the functional part of it. The yeah. card, the card is the um, ID. Yeah. So its function is as a key, and its card part of it is the ID. So it's a key card. It's yeah. not. It's not first and foremost a card that happens to be a key. It's a it, key that happens to be a card. 
it, it anyway that's something I but they both refer to it as a card key yeah. um but it didn't Ed, sound so right either no it didn't sound right at all so kurt's got this dream that he doesn't want to go he wants to stay they argue he wants to be a rock and roll drummer um <laughs> yeah not just a drummer he wants to be a, a rock, rock and roll, roll drummer, drummer. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, I was, and and then you get to learn a little bit about, well, <laughs> very briefly, um, a bit of backstory that their mother has died, yeah, and um, so she's not around, no. and but, Kurt's gone off the the rails a little bit, um, yeah, because he's because he's got a floozy for a girlfriend, and he yes. wants to be a drummer. Oh, every parent's nightmare. Uh, but it is yeah. the second time Kurt gets burnt in about five minutes. He's just been told that he's not as amazing in bed as he thought he was. And his dad tells him, you were better when your mum was alive. It's like, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Oh, dear. Anyway, so they fuck off and um, they're on the bike. They're going quite fast. Kurt, Kurt, so that, that <laughs> Julie starts wobbling the handlebars. Yeah, seems sensible. Uh, and also feeling his knob and licking his <laughs> ear. <laughs> Uh, which, uh, you know, is, is the, like you said, they're not wearing helmets. Um, so they, they're they going to leave, go to Seattle, live out their dream, yeah. their gr- grungy dream. Yeah, I'm going to be a rock and roll drummer. And, and Yeah, that'll do. She's probably going to end up shagging somebody from Soundgarden or something <laughs> like that and leaving him uh, behind. Anyway, so then they, um, because obviously he's been distracted somewhat. Yeah. Uh, they, there's a truck that's coming down the road and they're about to go headfirst into it and then uh, he skids. He skids and for some reason she catapults into the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like and instead there's of... an ejector seat on the back or something. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, she sort of like hits this telegraph pole, <laughs> like yeah. body first and just goes, yeah. And and just it's kind of it's one of those comedy moments where she just you'd imagine she just slides down yeah. it kind of. It's weird because she hit like you said she hits it all flat like doink, but then you hear the because her neck's broken. Yes. Although I'm not sure how her neck broke because like I said she hit everything all at once. It wasn't like there was a um, sudden change in backwards or forwards motion to break her neck. But uh, never mind, she's dead. Yeah, you'd imagine her rib cage would have been and her sternum and all that yeah, sort of stuff turned to talcum fucked. powder but but yeah uh, mm. at this point so uh but yeah anyway so then uh kurt goes over because he's just received some minor injuries yes and um and he starts screaming for help yeah. and even though there's no fucker around you promised me some amazing me. acting oh it's, it's great and it? it's uh it's not quite um Oh, Lauren, Lauren, what's his face? Oh, Lauren Abden yeah. in No Retreat, No... Uh, no, yeah, No Retreat, No Surrender 3. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite that bad, no. but fuck me. It's, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, and yeah, you'd never leave me. Uh, you promised. Um, but then he sees the key card. Yeah, a shaft of light illuminates Kurt's face. Uh, and, it's, and it's the key card. Da, da, da. Uh, anyway, so then on the bike... Oh, fuck me. This... this <laughs> It's fuck. It's hilarious because she's on the back of the bike again. Now clearly she's dead at this point. What? But I mean, because <laughs> the way her arms and legs are dangling like a dead person, and she's just propped up against yeah. his back. As soon as he would have gone round a corner, she'd have fallen off. It's exactly surely. what I wrote. Yeah, yeah. It must have been a very fucking straight road from where he crashed <laughs> to the base. Um. Anyway, uh, and the security quite... even even more lax. 
Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You've just had a massive incident where all fucking hell's broken loose, and then, um, you know. Oh yeah, carry on, yeah. whatever. And they haven't noticed that the girl on the back is dead this time. Yeah, you'd think that. Well, that's the first thing you do. Oh, oh maybe she's just sleeping yeah. on the back of a fucking motorbike. Or maybe, maybe what you didn't hear him was like, yeah, yeah, we uh, we had sex. She's sleeping it off. But I thought <laughs> I'd bring her back again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so it carries her into the lab. Uh, there are some quite wobbly walls. I don't yes. know if you noticed. And there's even uh, less security inside around the room where people just died through a reanimated zombie incident. Yeah. Now, this is a, a theme that I think uh, carries on. So not only is the the um, Sinclair, the colonel, a bit sort of a bit of a bitch, but she's also a bit deranged as well. She's like <laughs> a little drink. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because he props, he props Julie up money in the corner, looks through one of those weird little slitty windows and she just sat there drilling into an arm. Yeah, just, just why not? Yeah. Um, so, um, and also, I, unless I've missed something here, but why would the arm still be moving? It's not attached to a brain or a body. Mm, it was like that in Return of the Living Dead 1. Because uh, remember the, the cadaver came alive and they sawed it up and the arms and that were still twitching and the, the, the head was still moving. And they, burnt uh, it and they burnt it and then the smoke came out and went over the graveyard. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Get your so, law, man. <laughs> uh, okay. No. Right. So um, then anyway, Kurt carries her into the room where they did the experiment, yeah. which is amazing. They've cleaned it all up and there's no... Well, they've cleaned the blood up, but they've just left all the equipment there because not like it's top secret or dangerous or anything. We'll just leave it there with a door that's that's just open. With a barrel yes. where the zombie is, the you know, that's just sitting there. And uh, anyway, so he gets all suited up and then he decides to open up the barrel. Yeah, where... he, can't get the, he can't get the screw off lid up, so he won't be able to use the same hoover nozzle. So he just thinks, oh no, I'll prize the whole thing open. Yeah. Yeah, nice one, dickhead. Uh, and so anyway, all the gas starts coming out. Julie starts to twitch and starts to come to life. But also the thing in the barrel starts to move as well. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, Julie's really fucking horny. Well, but anyway, so much gas comes out. I mean, all of the gas has come out of that barrel now. So, and he's left both doors open, which went, mm. which went to the lab. That, that trioxin gas is going everywhere in there. And that's called, according to the law, you breathe that gas, you're, you turn into a zombie. Yeah. But no, uh, no, apparently not. It just got... It didn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. But yeah, she's, uh, she's she's straight away. She's like, that was incredible again. And then yeah, she's she's up for it. Yeah. Uh, but she should. How's the gas fixed her fixed her broken neck? Uh. Well, that's it. So she does say that she feels all numb. Yeah. And also her neck hurts. It shouldn't hurt. It should be floppy. Her head should be all over the place. Well, it does. They do kind of suggest that the head is a little bit floppy because uh, he what? kind of. Cuddles her. Oh yeah, for that for that and, one second, and holds it in place, and then um, well, anyway, the barrel opens, out pops as a dummy zombie. Yeah, uh, uh, which is a bit ropey. I think that the effect is ropey. A... It's this is what I mean. It looks like a comedy zombie, and it's all f- sort of fused together, and its head's way too big because the makeup's too big, and it it doesn't look like a human. No, it's a bit like the zombie that. That in the original, if I remember rightly, where that effect was quite good. I thought the one that popped out the barrel in the first yeah, one. Yeah, because that looked human-sized. Its head was the right size, and it was a gangly man in a, in a well-made costume. 
Yeah. Whereas this was someone in far too much costume. It's all, all it, um, spongy stuff and whatnot, and it just looked rubbish. And also, it's making this weird giggling noise as yeah, well, which is a bit odd. Yes. Um, it it's not scary. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. That's not scary. It sounds shit. Uh, anyway, so she freaks out because she can't feel her heart. Um, Kurt tells her what's happening. But surely she can feel her heart because we've already established in this film that it makes your heart start again. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, then, you know, tells her what's happened. She's dead. Um, and uh, so this zombie, it gets knocked over and it splits its head in half so yeah, you can now see its skull. Yeah, rips its skull off its fused other side. Yeah. Mm. Um, a soldier who's walking around <laughs> on his own uh, he starts chasing them, but he gets bitten by a zombie. Yeah, uh, who eats his, <laughs> he eats his brain. You, you see him earlier, don't you? He's walking along. He's the other another shit soldier. He only he doesn't hear the gas, doesn't hear any of the banging, clattering, and anything. Only hears something when Julie screams. You'd think that the an alarm or something would go off, or there'd be somebody watching the room on a yeah. camera if you, or something. If you've got a substance like trioxin that's that dangerous, you've got detectors everywhere. Because if that stuff's in the atmosphere, you've got all manner of hell breaking loose and alarms and doors and all sorts. Yeah. Anyway, they manage to escape. And then it turns out they do have cameras because then oh, the yeah. dad is watching the event after it's happened. Yes. Um, and he sees that his son's involved and that this woman's there, Julie. And then uh, Sinclair wants to take over, yeah. but apparently the dad's still in charge until the morning. Yeah, because they say uh, that, that Julie's been... That they realise that she was dead and now she's alive, but her attachment to Kurt should stop her attacking him until her brain shuts down. Yes, that's right. Um, so then they're both on the motorbike. She's babbling and fucking going on in his ear hole about being dead, but also being really hungry. Yes. Um, and then we go to a store... Like, um, it's the typical, isn't it, kind of convenience store. Yeah, late that, night crap. Well, you know yeah. it's going to get robbed. Somebody's going to get shot oh, yeah. or some some shit's going to well, happen. Somebody's going to Because there's Mexicans in there. <laughs> Calling each other. Esse. Yeah. Essa. You know, um, what you doing, Esse? Uh, someone loco. They're a very uh, strange friendship group. Th- well, yeah. Santos is old. Yeah. Then you got Felipe, who's he's like the dad, isn't he? Yeah. Then Felipe, who's not quite as old as Santos. Santos is the big one. Felipe is sort of the Weasley one, who's not quite as old as Santos. And then you got Mogo, Mogo, who's yeah. named after a Pokemon, who um, <laughs> who's about thirty years younger than everyone. Apart from, is it Felipe or Santos who's got the who's got the hoe? Oh, oh, fuck knows. Then you got Alicia. Oh, was that what, was that her name? Was it? Well, I've only I only knew that from <laughs> looking at um, yeah. IMDb. They're, yeah, they're playing an arcade. <clears throat> I said, strange group, various ages, fifty to nineteen, playing video games. Um, yeah, the the bint wants to leave, but uh, <laughs> but but they seem but they're, but they're not leaving because the young one's got to level seven. Yeah, and then and Julian. I was trying to think what, you know, is he going to show the game? Is he going to show the game? Sure, no, I always no. like to see stuff like that. I do. Yeah, I like to see what they're, what they're actually playing in the background. But it, but, but it didn't. No. And, and But he did show on the, the cabinet. I'm sure it's, I saw a picture of Chun-Li. Um, but I was like, no, that, well, that's clearly not right. No. Uh, so, anyway. 
Um, yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? It um, is, a little bit. Uh, so it, then they... Uh, well, I just put a store load of grown-ups playing an arcade. Because <laughs> they're not fucking kids, no. are they? Ju- um, Julie and Kurt come in and Julie just goes straight for donuts and Twinkies and just starts eating stuff in the aisle. Yes, um, acting very peculiar, right mm. behind where they are. And they start to get in Kurt's face and call him essay. They call everybody essay. Yeah. Um, What's the and, matter, essay? Don't you feed the essay? Yeah, and the, the, the store clerk's obviously a bit sort of, you know, he's been here before, so he pulls a gun out <laughs> straight away. hand cam that he's got in the way. And uh, so then he approaches them, um, and then I don't know which fucker it was, um, but one of them goes over to the counter, starts stealing some money. Yeah, that was that was Mogo. Yeah, because is that? Oh yeah, yeah. Mogo starts stealing cash because because they, they pretend to leave, don't they? Yeah. And then uh, the Chinaman, Mister Wong. I called him Mister Wong. I don't think he was called Mister Wong, but he he recognises something's going on. But Santos is kind of just like stood in the way, just trying to shuffle left and right so he can block his view of um, Mogo nicking the cash. Yeah. I'm going to find out what his name was. Just says store owner. Uh, but Mr. Mr. Wong, Wong sounds better. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and so there's a bit of a tussle. He gets shot in the stomach. A bit randomly and quite viciously, one of them yeah, fucking Philippe, kicks him in the stomach. Philippe, yeah. It's like, because <laughs> they say, oh, you've shot him. It was an accident, essay. Yeah, Felipe comes and just boots him. Yeah. Then they go outside and they shoot Kurt's bike, but they don't seem to hit anything of it. They don't hit a wheel. They don't deflate a tyre. They don't damage, don't seem to seemingly damage anything. So then they kick it over. Yeah. Kurt decides to do a runner. His bike's on the floor. He's like, oh no, my bike's fucked. Where do we go? And then just decide to nick Mr. Wong's van. Yeah. And, and he gets in because, you know, please, hospital, only two blocks. Take me, take me. Yeah. And then um, the, the police, police are on the way. <laughs> so the they up and just start firing. <laughs> well, oh, God. How do they well, know there was even a thing going on? Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, so now they were at the army base uh, because they've, the, the lead soldier, whatever his name, the old fucker says, well, I've asked the police to put an APB out and the police have found the, his son. So right, they're on the way now. Um, so uh, then we're in the van. Yeah, high speed police chase. Oh, all, yeah. all of 15 miles an hour this bad boy's going uh julie starts stabbing herself yeah, um, with with the with the brooch that we thought she dropped yeah and because and then she says she's really hungry the police um are sh- sort of shoot in the back of the <laughs> it reminded me a bit of um Robo-Cop. very loosely robocop <laughs> yes <laughs> because the sound of the guns that they were firing and I, d- I think it was more like the sound of the guns that they were firing. But anyway, Mr. Wong decides to open up the yeah. fucking back, back I, of the... I want to get out. <laughs> I don't know why it always went to Arnie. Oh. Then. I want to get out. And he opens the door. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. It's shot in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> These police are fucking just... Nah, tonight we're killing someone. <laughs> and so anyway, the, then um, Julie gets the scent of a bit of blood or whatever. Yeah, just jumps in the back like a fucking bloodhound. It starts munching on yeah. his... Well, they pull into the alley, don't they? Because the police are about six foot behind the van. Uh, then he yeah. pulls into an alley and somehow the police drive by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, Kirk, Kirk gets in the back and goes, what's that noise? It's like, <laughs> have you not figured this out, you imbecile? And yeah. then she... Oh, this is d- distressing. She sat there picking Mr. Wong's head open. Oh. And she goes, brains... 
brains. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck off. Mm. I like that about the first one when they said brains. But the first person, the, the, the tub zombie comes out of the shadows with his gruesome face and just goes, brains. Gr- oh, lovely. Yeah. But when you yeah. just got a cowering lady who says brains in a high-pitched voice, it's just duff. Mm. So the cops do manage to <laughs> fight the van. Sorry, she's, eat, she's eating the brains and Kurt's just like, stop it, stop it, drop it, bad dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, cops do manage to find the van. Um, and so <laughs> they the, the back of the van is shut, um, but they there's two cops and one of them yeah. says, it gives them a warning, says, uh, oh, open the doors. Or you'll be liable to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no shit, Sherlock. Um, two co- one of them looks a bit like a mole, and the other one looks a bit like a budget tackleberry. Oh, yeah, the with the glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, then the storekeeper, Mr. Wong, yeah. opens the door. Now he's got the top. Has he got the top of his head missing? Yeah, I think so. So this is the thing, right? This is what I don't quite understand. Now. This is why I was saying earlier on about the whole idea about the bioweapons and whatever. Mm. So if they're gonna if they get shot in the head, the zomb- that's a zombie in it. You get shot in the head, you die. Yeah, kill like, the brain, or... kill the kill the zombie. Well, but that doesn't seem to happen with these zombies because even one of them gets their head knocked off later on, and even he still com- seems to come back. So are these almost indestructible zombies? Then that's true. Actually, well, I don't know. Oh no, because he's been shot in the head. He's had his brains eaten. And yet he still manages to come back they, and attack them. They do debunk that. In, in, the, fur, the, the cadaver that comes alive in Return of the Dead 1, like, uh, they pin him down. And they say, what you got to do? And it's like, we've got to kill the brain. Isn't that, what it just did, didn't, uh, isn't that what happened in the movie? So they chuck a pickaxe through the, through the body's brain. And it still sat there screaming. And it's like, did you hit the brain? I hit the fucking brain. And he said, well, it works in the movie. And then the, and then one of the works said, well, didn't the movie lie? So in this continuation, killing the brain doesn't seem to kill the zombies. So they are actually unstoppable. Uh, you just right, have fair. to... All you can do is burn them. Yay, cat. Hello, cat. Yeah. All you can do <laughs> is burn them into nothing or, yeah. I suppose, put them in barrels. Oh, but if you burn them into it... nothing, then they, you get the gas. Then that makes zombies. Uh, I suppose it's that Isn't that what they do... Loop. Yeah, in the first one, don't they burn them in the, the mortuary yeah. the cre- and then all the gas and everything, the smoke, then brings them all back to life. Yeah. And isn't yeah. that how they get the acid rain as well? Or yes, some it is. Shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go, no, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, right, whatever. Okay. Um, well, they clearly don't give a fuck either about plot. Consider- no. Well, I don't know. Anyway, so now this zombie, oh, it's clearly t- him in some places, but yeah. then it's clearly also a, a model, a shit model. <laughs> it's a very shit model. And uh, so it it attacks, it stabs one, right, he stabs one of them in the head, one of the cops. Yeah, I think this is one of those shots. And you where miss you, that, you don't see it, do you? Yeah, you, yeah, because you see him sort of take him and then you just get an elongated shot of his feet. Yeah, that's terrible. And it's like, oh, come on, show it or just don't fucking... Bother. I mean, you did show it in the in the, in the the proper version, but it's just one of those cuts where it's like, why? Why are you cutting anything that might be interesting? 
Yeah. Uh, so then, I mean, fuck's sakes, RoboCop came out, you know, five years before this or six, or six years before this, and yeah. that was pretty graphic. I know oh, they yeah. cut bits out of that, but come on. Anyway, uh, so the storekeeper has the top of his head missing. Um, then the army turn up, fire the ice gun at him. Yep. Um, which clearly doesn't work. Because this, it, that was the thing, wasn't it? It doesn't work. No. Or, or it didn't work on the first yeah, one. Yeah, it worked for, what, a minute? It, it's like a temporary thing, you know. Cause, and you can see the shit effect of his, his head freezing. Oh, like, God, yeah. They use that a few times and it's terrible. And, and the sort of like, there's, it's like the, a glacier, a fo- <laughs> Fox's glacier mint <laughs> sound effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so they're looking for Kurt. Everyone's after Kurt and Julie at this point. you got um, you got the army, you got the police... You got the Spanish people, or you know, and or the you know Mexicans, whatever. Then uh, anyway, so Kurt and Julie, they're running away. Yeah, they're, they're he, in the sewer, aren't they? Yeah, because you see John. John's in an alleyway, going, ah, I want him. I want him found. I want him found. And right by his feet, as he stood there thinking, I want him found. The lid of the sewer just moves, like shuts closed. Yeah. So well, hold on. Did they literally get in there when they when he was one foot away from the lid? Or is he... Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Or is well, it just could... to let the audience know, they're in the sewer? I think the only people that are any good at finding or using their brains to dis- realise where... Track down Kurt and Julie are the fucking Hispanics. Yeah, that's true. Because they actually use some logic as to where yeah. they could be, rather than... The others who ain't got a bleeding clue. So anyway, Kurt starts throwing up. Julie finds an old spring on the ground and stabs it into her arm. <laughs> They're in the sewer. He vomits. She apologises and puts a spring in her arm. She says the pain makes the hunger go away. Yeah. But the thing is, in Return of the Dead 1, the zombie that they catch and they chain, in, chain on that really good puppet, um, they chain that down and it speaks to them. And it says, eating brains, i.e. the hunger, makes the pain of being dead go away. Mm. So why is it the opposite now? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, So then she blames him for bringing her back to life. She's she's got a point. Um, And then she leaves. He chases after her. um, And then you see... This dude. Well, he, gets who... all, he gets all petulant, doesn't he, Kurt? Yeah. Drives... Oh, he says, I'd like you to wait before. And... Yeah. I liked like, you before. It's like, dickhead, she's not even alive anymore and you brought her back. It's not going to be the same. You moron. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, you see this guy who turns out to be the river man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> screw face. A black man watches from the shadows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's by a water inlet kind of or outlet, yeah. here, whichever way you look at it. Uh, she's sitting on the edge of a bridge and wants to jump. Uh, Kurt wants it to be the way that it was. Yeah. Uh, it's clearly not going to, I know, he, he don't get it, does he? He's a fucking dildo. <laughs> um, he's, and, he's LaRusso level stupid, is what he's, he is. Uh, and so anyway, she jumps, gets washed away, um, and then... The, this dude who's watching, he, he sees Kurt. It, no, it's Kurt, to be fair to him, it's not him clearly, but whoever it is, the stuntman, there's a little drain pipe thing there and he shimmies down it from this quite high up yeah, bridge. Pretty nimble. Pretty so, nimble. It definitely, yeah, so it definitely weren't Kurt because he's useless. Uh, fair enough. So anyway, then, so this is where you get the, 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 the gangsters, I call them. Yeah. <laughs> I just call them Mexicans. Loosely. Uh, they're in the car they're chatting shit obviously the one that's had his arm bitten he's all shivery and 
you know, yeah. he's changing. At he this sent point. us something's wrong with Morgan. And Santos turns around and goes, She gave you something, man. She gave you something bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and they decide instead of taking him to the hospital <laughs> yeah. to get him looked get at. That bitch. Gonna get that bitch, and they get look. So they and they use their logic. I'm saying they use their logic. Where 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 were they? They are the closest place. The sewers run by the 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 river. Oh, okay. Mind you, how how does Felipe know? Oh yeah, if if you're in that one alley there, the only way you can get out of it is through the sewers. Yeah. How would he know? Yeah. No. I bet that's where he takes his hose. Don't worry, Essay. I've been searching for those goddamn ninja turtles, Essay. So anyway, the, the, this river man comes up to Kurt, starts talking a lot of bollocks about oh, people he, drowning. He's fucking talking shit, isn't he? Some... He's, he's clearly mentally ill. Yes. He's got, he's got you know, problems. Um, uh, and so, because he's laughing, he's singing, he's, you know, talking about people in New Orleans drowning and some other shit. Um, and so they find Julie, yeah. a, bit, a bit of a ways down the river, uh, and the, he slaps her around a yeah, bit. To wake her up. Yeah, she's not dead. After a couple of slaps, she perks up again. And they're good old slaps, aren't they, as well? Yeah. And he um, says, oh, we can beat this, Julie. We can beat this. I was like, what? Death. <laughs> um, anyway, and she clearly wants to die. Because yes. she, she says to him, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Um, and, you know, she says that she's lonely and some terrible acting again. Yes. Some genuinely. And it's him. He's genuinely bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. anyway, fucking so, awful. <laughs> so then the Spanish baddies turn up, but because they, they're on the other side of the river, they can't get across. I mean, they could have walked across it, probably. Yeah, but instead uh, they just shout a bit. They go, it's a S-A, bitch, motherfucker, mm. going to get you, and all this stuff. Um, yeah, my dad's bigger than your dad, all that kind of shit. Ooh, threatening. Uh, so anyway, the, now that we get back to the soldiers who are looking for them, and then, then Sinclair turns up, um, and she's she's relieved him of his command. Yeah, she's got a uh, letter, and she fucking loves it as well. She she's got does. A, she's got a look on her face like I thought you were going to say she's got a wide on. <laughs> she probably has. Uh, anyway, so, so she's uh, she's probably been drilling all the fucking corpses while they've been away, you know, <laughs> yeah. shagging them or whatever. Yeah, she, um, she tells them that she wants total non-discriminative containment. Yes. I uh, fuck your son. Uh, and uh, But anyway, he takes one of the ice guns and about four troops, because that's how many it takes to fucking carry it and load it. <laughs> um, and so now we're at the Riverman's home. It is in the sewers, all the pipes. There's loads of pipes yes. and shit. And he lives in a pump room, which could yeah. be, well, it could be. One of two things, I suppose, couldn't it? Uh, depending which way you look at it. Um, somewhere where you, you relieve yourself of some flatulence or gas. Uh, or it could be somewhere where you take someone to shag them. Yes. Um, I suppose it could be a room where well, you well, pump water. Judging but... by the fact that he has a very clean pillow and his bedding's in good, Nick, I'm thinking it's number two. Uh, anyway, so Kurt tells him what's been going on. and Kurt tells me of his dream. Yeah, oh, I want to go to Seattle. We're going to get a little place by the river. I want to be a drummer. And he's like, you got to follow your dreams, man. Just talking shit. Just, just telling Kurt to follow this stupid... Does he even play drums? I don't think he even plays drums. He just wants to move somewhere and play drums in a big band without actually, I don't know, learning to play drums. He's got some drumsticks because when he leaves oh, the he? dad's house, he puts some drumsticks in his 
bag. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but his dad doesn't seem like the sort who'd let him, because he doesn't approve of him wanting to be a drummer. So he ain't buying him no drums. No. Like, He's just, it, I'll no. I'll some sticks. That'll do you. Uh, so, but anyway, I kind of wrote, because I couldn't remember it, but, you know, ooh, you know, although he's a bit, the Riverman anyway, he's a bit sort of um, off his head and he's clearly got a few issues, but he seems all right. Yeah. But do we trust him? I think this could, all the film could go down an interesting path here where actually, you know, he turns out to be a bit, a bit of a lunatic and he starts trying to murder him or kill him or something. Yeah, he, or, could, he could do that, but no, he, instead he gives Kurt a Mardi Gras coin. Yeah. And he starts talking about some shit about you got to do good for people and pass it on. Because yeah, Kurt wants to how, how to repay him and he can't repay him. And he asks him what his name is. And he yeah, gives him the coin and says, yeah, just, just pass this on to help someone. As long as that coin's out there being passed on. I know people are helping each other. And he just goes, you can call me Riverman. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, anyway, the gang know they're into the pipes. They're looking round. Um, now, Julie's got a lip ring all of a sudden. Yes, I think that's a cutscene. So, and she's shivering. So where the yeah. fuck did that come from? I think that's cut where she put, I'm sure you see her put well, her lip ring That's ridiculous, because yes. there's bits where she's stabbing herself and she's sticking things inside her. Yeah, I Well, think, not inside I think her, but, you know, into her. When she does it, she kind of looks like she's getting a bit of sexual excitement for it. Right, It doesn't look like it's relieving hunger. It looks like she's getting off on it. So I'd imagine they're the bits they had to pull was as much of the bits where you could see her getting a thrill out of doing it as much as uh-huh. anything else. Uh, okay. but, so when you see the Mexicans in the sewer, one of them finally says, I think we should get Mogo to a hospital. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, <laughs> but instead Santa's like, well, what's wrong with him, that little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and clearly, obviously very sanitary as well. You know, since he's got a massive fucking hole in his arm. Yeah. Um, but still. So... Now, oh, oh, Julie's going beige at this point, by the way. Or yeah. Someone's put a load of grey face paint on her anyway. Yeah, uh, and she's really hungry. Yes. And she steps on some glass um, and pulls it out of her foot and then yeah. jams it into her hand. Yeah. And then she's really fucking horny again and she wants to shag yeah. Kurt. And Kurt's up for this. Oh, well, yeah, he's, he's well up for it. He's um, well up for shagging a grey, freezing cold dead person. Uh because and they well they start kissing yeah um now it would be too there wouldn't be enough time for him to have actually you know sort of like uh penetrated her shall yeah. we say um also dries a bone down there but um but it's almost like she, the, the glass that you see a close-up of it digging in her hand yeah, as she, almost like he's grinding up against her. Yeah. It's like like she she's getting off her, on that rather yeah. than him shagging her. Because she clenches it in her hand, doesn't she? And it, and it pokes through the other side of her hand. Yeah. And, he, um, and he, I said, he's all right with this. He's all right with essentially trying to get off with a pile of mints. Um, yeah. Because so, that's... Well, he's a fucking moron, isn't he? He's just... Yeah. Such, He's only interested. He's, he's, you know, you can imagine that he's had. This is his first girlfriend. He's, had, he's, she's a bit of a sex maniac. Yeah. And um, and he's he's fucking head over heels, isn't he? Yeah. He's just he's a dick. He's so, he's so naive. He's, yeah. But while she's alive, fine. But she's not. She's gonna start smelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's the, actually that's a question that she says oh, to she him. Doesn't he? Am I gonna start to smell? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, well, you probably will be there. Jizz you got left 
down there without you know shower have you anyway so the sh- sorry the, the soldiers the, the soldiers now everyone's in the fucking pipes yeah. aren't they so you got the soldiers are in you know uh in the sort of in the rear uh so to speak um and then you've got julie who's cutting herself and this is now this is almost like a rocky training montage yeah this, this is the bit that part of that's in the in the titles and i think this is longer in the in the director's cut as well because uh, okay. all you see is, yeah she puts She's cutting her legs. She puts nails in her hands. Uh, she tie, ties a rock to one of her hands through a nail or a ribbon or something. That, mm. that doesn't make any fucking no. sense. Any, either. And she threads a necklace through her neck skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, anyway. And, the river Mexicans, again. Well, well the, the river man, after he's had this kind of heart-to-heart with Kurt, mm. he goes off. Falls asleep. Uh, he says, oh, I'm going to keep watch and <laughs> well falls <done>. asleep. <laughs> and the gang find him. Yeah. Uh, and they, they start to sort of drown him, torture him to try and find out where Julie and Kurt are. Uh, Kurt gets a, a set of balls now and yeah. attacks the gang with a pipe. Yeah. Um, sort of uh, works for five seconds and then he's overpowered. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they put a gun to his head. Uh, and then Julie comes out of the door. And I suppose this is the closest... Uh, version of the video VHS cover, yeah, where she's got everything sticking out of her, but it still looks different because her hair's different and it's yeah. obviously clearly not as you know made up or whatever. Yeah, she's hissing and you know, she's all fucked up, but remember, sexy. She's she, well, she's got boob exposed again, yeah, she's got nipple rings now, yeah, um, and you know, she's vampy is the word I use yeah. to describe her, um, well, vampy and, and a little bit. Cutty, yes, uh, and she's got the, the like you said all the, the blades and things sticking out of her, and the they're like what would you call them? Like um, paper clips, you know, when you get paper clips and yeah, you, you, you sort of, they, they're sticking out of her fingers, aren't they? Yeah. And you well, know, there's a glass round round the line of her eye eyebrows and stuff, and yeah, you know, like one of her arms is is just got like a, almost like a nail shield like a nail shield so you could defend yourself with it and then clonk someone in the head with the sharp bits that's it well so anyway uh so she's just standing there really at this point uh and santos is he's getting all excited and he starts perving over her and yeah. looking at her tits and everything and going yeah. you know yeah. oh you're my kind of bitch yeah it's like what 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 kind of fucking woman do you look for? I know. What I want is is one who's incredibly dangerous to to even touch because she's gonna get it. the best I'm gonna get is tetanus. Yes. Um. So he takes the next door, the door yeah. that she's just come out of, because yeah. he wants to shag her. Um. And he says to the, one of the other thugs, you know, shoot him if he moves. Yeah. Uh, this is to Kurt. Uh. So anyway, then you can hear him speaking Spanish and laughing and whatever. Uh. And then again, randomly, because the, the they've beaten up the Riverman a little bit yeah. here as well. He gets shot. He gets shot in the leg. Yeah. Um, oh, Mogo dies. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, what's her name? The other the, the other Alicia. Alicia? What you she's there, and she's yeah. got his head in her lap, so yeah. to speak. Um, and then Santos starts screaming. Oh yeah. And then Julie comes out, um, and it's a bit like Mortal Kombat because he's this is cut as well. Is it? Yeah, oh, because you know, there's too there's too much of him looking, and then you just see her close up. So, like, Julie, what did you do? I know you see a little bit, but I'm sure the reveal it straight away. You know that she's she, well, she's basically lifted his head off his body 
and exposed his spine. Yeah. Yes. Like, um, yeah, Mortal Kombat, isn't it? Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then he's dead. Um, she gets shot a few times, but then she does. Now, again, is this cut? Because it's sort of like he, she hits the other guy with this rock that she's attached to her hand, and then she eats his face off. But it looks. Yeah, it... that's that's cut because you you see him you see her just grab Philippe's lip, don't you? And uh, uh, in the other version, it. you see her fully rip half his face off. Because uh, then uh, yeah, it, it's badly cut, and it's like, and to be fair, that I'm sure, if I remember rightly, that wasn't a bad effect. It cuts the best effects out because the best effects were saved for the close-up gore. Yeah, and uh, we just don't have any of that. Uh, so she claws. Uh, so anyway, at least she goes to leave. Uh, well, goes. <laughs> she tries to escape. I should yeah. say. Uh, she climbs up a ladder. That would uh, fucking hurt. Hurt. She yeah claws at the top of her thigh and just runs her hand down. Oh yeah, that would uh, sting. I mean, it doesn't seem to affect Alicia because she climbs back down the ladder without with relative ease. Yeah. Um, and then I can't, I can't remember any of the fucking names, but the dead zombie. He gets Mogo. up and he he. he that takes a chunk out of um, Alicia now. And then the, well, anyway, so then the, the good guys barricade themselves in, I call them the good guys. Yeah. Um, the Riverman, Kurt and Julie barricade themselves into uh, his uh, home. Yeah, because Santos has just started to, has started to reanimate, hasn't he? He starts to come yeah. back. Then, and, and then all... Oh, it's a shoddy effect. Cause he, yeah. Yeah, because they're behind them. This big metal door that was quite heavy a couple of minutes ago. Uh, he starts hitting it with a bit of wood. Well, and it's just clearly a man bent over inside an oversized shirt with almost like a papier-mâché head on a stick sticking out of the top of it. Yeah, Bad. and so they're all trying. To, they're all trying to get through. Yeah. This door's really thin. All of a sudden, it is. It's, it's like t- it's like tin foil. Yeah. Um, and where do they get the where do they get the polystyrene planks on on the inside on the inside to nail? And how are they nailing it to metal? Well, and also that. They're, so when the hands of the zombies do come through, they're it's that they're, they're not hitting. <laughs> they've got no. that. I thought it's a bit. I suppose it's a bit like in the original, where yeah, they the, they're barricading the, the house. But, but they're proper fake arms, so they're proper giving them welly with well, like that, saws that, and hammers and swords, and they chop a couple doing of them off. It. No, yeah, they're not doing that. They're not. It's like they're deliberately missing. Yeah, it's like the, we've actually only got the actor's arms. So Riverman, actor man, Basil. When you've got your sledgehammer, just lightly tap at the wood. Don't attack the arms because we can't afford the insurance. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, now the soldiers finally catch up to them as they're they're barricading the doors. Julie's starting to properly lose herself and she's getting really hungry now. Yeah. Uh, and the pain doesn't help her anymore, so she needs to be tied up. Yeah. Um, I mean, the... how would tying her up with a bit of rope help when she's basically one big walking knife? Uh, well, good point, yeah. Um there's uh, Santos's head s- pops through the door, <laughs> uh, uh, and Riverman knocks it off. This is what I was saying earlier on. It's like you know, yeah. you see. Anyway, you see it later on, and he's kind of back to normal, but still. I mean, I suppose like the head on its own isn't particularly dangerous. It's still alive. Yeah. But unless you're an idiot, oh, well, I don't know. Puts your fingers in a zombie's mouth. Yeah. You should be okay. Yeah, we should just leave it. Yeah, just uh. Anyway, so they're all hitting the door. Um. And they're trying to stop the zombies. The Riverman smashes a pipe, which burns the zombies' face. Yeah. Faces. Um, sort of. Some amazing acting again from Kurt Ugh. as he tries to convince the Riverman to go with them. Yeah, because 
because Kurt's quicker, because the Riverman's been injured, the Riverman's better to go with Julie to get a head start um, so Kurt can fend off the zombies. I mean, which he does for about 10 seconds. Not much of a head start with someone with a bullet hole in their leg and a hell of a hobble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they do manage to get in. They find Kurt. Um, you, Kurt manages to get away from them, but you can hear, he finds Julie and the Riverman and he can hear it like a, chewing sound yeah. he still doesn't quite grasp what that signifies does he <laughs> no and i think a real river man at this point is fucked um and you, you see that he she's gone full zombie now yeah um and she goes to attack kurt and he, her. <laughs> he gives her a good whack in the head with a pipe or something and she starts crying so yeah. it's like that brings her back to julie again um instead of zombie julie she says help me kurt's like what have i done yeah, uh, yeah. Come on, you're slowly coming round to what's happened here, you muppet. Well, and again, it's almost like he kind of gives up at that point. Yeah. Um, and he's about to be eaten, and then his dad pops up and shoots them all with the ice fucking gun. Yep. Um, and um, she. So she wants the pain to end at this point. She's yes. she's like ready to die in one second, uh-huh. and then in the next second. She says, no, don't leave me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, what? But then he steps aside and then his dad gets shot off yeah. and shoots her in the head. And which... it take, takes her a lot longer to freeze than the others because it takes her long enough just to reach out for Kurt in an emotive way while mm. Kurt's curled up in the corner crying like a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Kurt and his dad are chatting around about life and his mom dying, and yeah. dad dad's apologised for throwing, yeah. ignoring him because and he threw himself into his work. Yeah, tells Kurt that they need to go on holiday. Yes. Well, hold on, Kurt, how's Kurt getting away with this? Um, uh, you broke uh, into a military facility. You brought back your girlfriend from the dead with no authorization. You've caused an outbreak of zombies. You know the. You, Several people have died, mainly because of your actions. But don't worry, son, we're going to go to Barbados. Yeah. Uh, so Kurt asks what's going to happen to Julie and that she's now Sinclair's problem. Yep. Um, and she now wants to create... She's basically got the go-ahead to create these bioweapons. Yeah, these exoskeleton uh, robo-zombie things. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the security hasn't fucking improved. No, he's just... He, uh, they haven't learned, have they, Kurt? <laughs> right, last time we let him walk around, he he kind of made zombies happen. But we'll just let him walk around the base again. Yeah. And not not just walk around the corridors, no. We just walk straight into a room where all the diff- all the subjects are, where some doctor's just got a body and a leg that's yeah. moving. Just, I don't know what he's doing. Exactly. He's just watching it but, twitch. Yeah, watching it but twitch. There. But he's just walking around. It turns out that uh, old Santos's head is in there. That's it, yeah. And specimen 32 is Julie. Yeah. And, and there's, there's she's the had all goes, shit taken out of her. Yeah. She... But the doctor then goes, hey, uh, you're John Reynolds' son. He's like, yeah. So, what? He only realised he was Reynolds' son after he'd walked through the entire room and had a good gawk at all the specimens. Yeah. In his civilian clothes. He would have just let anyone go in there. He just happened to then then recognise him as Reynolds' son. He tells him that Julie is the weapons system of the future. And then then you hear some screaming and it turns out Sinclair is drilling uh, Riverman into an exoskeleton. 
and he's a prototype. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Biomechanical weapons fed by meat batteries is how they're described. Oh, yes, that's right. And Julie's kind of sitting... She's She's got one of these things on. Yeah, like, like metal gag things so she can't bite. Um, and she's got one of those, like, orange crotch suit things on that, yeah. you know... Um, I, well, anyway, so she's cowering in the floor, on the floor... Uh, and there's, like I said, there's there's bits of shit, like zombie parts everywhere and whatever. And, and then, um, so then Kurt punches the doctor who's been talking to her because he wants to let Julie out. Yeah. I mean, you'd think, that, fuck me, come on. <laughs> what? You, uh, anyway. Yes. You've let this happen once already. Yeah. Well, so, so what could possibly go wrong if I let her free again? So... Uh, Riverman, he's he's got this weird handle on his back, yeah. which either activates him or deactivates him. I, I yeah, think. I mean, also it seems to be a handle that requires quite a lot of effort to push up and down. Yeah, I'd suggest some kind of button would do the same thing. Yeah, because Sinclair turns him off, but she hasn't pulled the lever all the way down. Yeah, so it kind of springs back up again. <laughs> well, and then. Um, so he, there's a couple of soldiers in the room. He knocks them into <laughs> fucks them badly. Um, Sinclair manages to escape a little bit. Uh, there's a little bit of boob for Julie yep. uh, again. Um, River, Riverman has his arm shot off. Yeah, there's. I'm sure you see more of that as well. These are the scenes where I was thinking, I'm sure you see bits fall apart more. Because even though he's in this exo suit, that. He's still exposed, like he's still fleshy. Yeah. It seems to give him extra strength, but you can still shoot his arms and his legs and his body yeah. and his head. So and it, make, it makes no sense because they shoot his arm, so his hand is no longer connected to his arm. Yeah. So how is he controlling all of the movement in that arm still when there's physically no muscles con- to control that part of the suit? So- A hand at the end can't control the elbow. Yeah. So the guy who shot him is the guy who was talking to Kurt just before he punched him in the face. Yeah. He can't shoot for shit. No. Because the next thing he shoots is the fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes fucking dark. And then uh, all the cages are opened at this point because he shoots the power as yeah. well. He's, he does well, doesn't he? Oh, oh, fucking God. idiot. It's, I mean, you know, but still. So then all the barrels are unleashed and, and start opening well, why? up. Why do they start opening up? Uh, fuck knows. Uh, anyway, so then Sinclair... Because, oh, look, the barrels are sealed <laughs> shut, right? Oh, but the alarms are going off and someone's turned the lights off, so now they can, they can break out of them. Yeah. Don't make any sense. Oh, fuck knows. Uh, Sinclair shoots the river man's leg off. Yeah. Again. So how's he fucking still going? No idea. No idea. Is apparently the metal bit of his leg still works, even though it's not his leg. It's just, it's just. Well, it's just a skeleton. It's just a. It's just. It's like a nineteen sixties fucking polio leg suit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so then Kurt, um, he asks Riverman to help. Yeah. And he because he's Riverman's a zombie at this point, yes. you know, or whatever the undead, but he's still got a semblance of humanity left in him because he shows him the coin. Yes, and then that convinces him to help, and he opens the door so that Kurt and Julie can escape. Um, and then so a, a voice over the tannoy reminds us that lockdown is in one minute. 
Oh yes, yes. No, it's like this is going to go in all full, full. Um, it's Resident Evil. Resident Evil it? now at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, all it needed was the clock in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Yes, and so then Colonel kills Riverman, um, and because she gets another shotgun. But again, I'm thinking is there something cut here at this point because it's I don't know. You don't really. Yeah, I don't. Th- I'm sure there was a headshot. So anyway, so but she... then but then a zombie bursts out somehow bursts out of the containers that they've been kept in for fifty years suddenly bursts out. And it just pulls her into a small smoke cloud, and you don't see any gore. You don't see any. That's that's a sad way for to go because you want her to be have the worst death because yeah. she's been a twat. Um, so the, the zombies have cornered Kurt and Julie at this point. Yeah. All, uh, all three or four of them, including uh, the giggling one from earlier. He's still around. Oh yeah, and I'm thinking, where, where's the fucking dad? Where are the other soldiers? <laughs> they're the all cast. sat there setting up one of those fucking guns somewhere, probably. Um, and so they're pretty, uh, yeah, that's pretty on charge. Uh, and then he, he pops up and Kurt gets bitten by a zombie. Yeah. Uh, and the dad tries to get Kurt to leave and he sort of shows, he says, no, I'm not going to, shows him the bite almost. Um, it's too late for me, dad. Uh, and then they walk into the incinerator and, and then hand in hand, that's, you know, like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And, um. And the end. Like also fucking... aping that scene in Return of the Dead One where the older fella sees what happens to Freddy, doesn't want to become that, and as he's turning, he gets into the uh, crematorium and oh, turns it yes. on. But the yes. difference being is that he screams as he burns to death because it fucking hurts. Yeah. Whereas these two kiss, and it might not hurt Julie as much because she's dead. Kurt's yeah. not dead yet, so he should be he should be like agony. Well, and screaming as he dies. Well, he's still human, isn't he? It's yes. like you said, he's still... So, but yeah. instead, they kiss as someone puts flames in front of them. Yes. And then, like I said, it's it's over. There's no nothing after that. It's no. just credits, done, finished. Yeah. Um, so, um, there we go. That was Return of the Living Dead 3. Um, it was your film. So what mm. did you think of it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. It, it's not good. It's not good. It's not. It's not gory enough. It's not sexy enough. Plot's rubbish. The acting's terrible. Most of the effects are stripped out of this fucking edit of it, so you don't see anything remotely good. Hardly. Uh, characters are terrible. The script's gobbledygook. It's like I said. It's ninety-six minutes. You got to cut that down to twenty-five minutes, and it still would have been too long. Yeah, yeah. I. I mean, I can't disagree with you at all. I I just think it's. Um, I, I, in fact, I'm, you know, the the most interesting thing for me is that I'm now looking at there's um, a way that just to see if I can find out where it shows the cuts. Yeah. Uh, if there's, you know, um, maybe I've dreamt some of them up just to make it more interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, just, I I want pictures as well. There's, it describes it, but it doesn't show it. Yeah, uh, it's just. I don't. It's not a horror. It's not a comedy. It's not a romance. It's it's just it's a, meh. Does it? It tries to set it up as a as a sort of a romantic yeah. film almost, doesn't it? But and you know, like I said, a bit like Romeo and Juliet, that he'll do anything to save her, and even though she says to him, "I want to die now. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to live anymore," um, and you know he chooses to ignore that and... the whole thing of her and her changing is underplayed as well as overplayed it's overplayed that all oh, look at her she's self-harming and it's sexy 
and it's sexy that she's got bits sticking out of her. And all she talks about is being hungry, but it doesn't. But at the same point, it only concentrates on those two little bits of it. it doesn't concentrate on anything that she's feeling or anything. It says a bit, "Oh, I'm feeling numb." Well, no. Talk us through your pro, like your thought process. You've obviously got them. Make it more interesting. Let's see that change actually happen in someone who's lucid. But it's not that. It's just I'm hungry. I want to eat people, but you don't see me eat many people because it's been cut, and now I'm now I'm a dominatrix a spiky dominatrix mm. uh, yeah i um and kurt's a fucking bell end so that, that, <laughs> that doesn't help <laughs> yeah yes that apparently um reading uh wikipedia and whatever that brian yusner did want more of i suppose that kind of um um bride of frankenstein yeah type where it focuses more on her and and that's the thing, see, like it sets it up and I I don't know why in my head that I kind of had made this thing up going into it that, you know, oh, she's a bit like, I say a bit like Wolverine. You know, she's obviously, she's got claws. Well, she's a bit set up like a fucking predator at the end. She's, she's got a bit of a weapon. Yeah, the actual. Actually, when she's, tall, when she's tooling up, it's like when the predator, you know, when he injures himself and he tools up or in Predator 2 where he tools up with all his cool stuff. It, and then she appears and she's hissing like a, not like a predator, but like hissing rather than clicking. She's all hunched over. She's got fishnets on like a predator does. Yeah. And she's all spiky and got weapons and gad well gadgets. Gadgets. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nail hands and whatnot. You know, yeah, she's basically a predator. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you thought as well, I thought, and again, maybe I'd, I'd kind of misremembered it, but I thought that she actually did some cool shit. You uh, know? Yeah, I, that's what I thought, but she didn't. Uh, she she basically she appears and you're thinking, oh, it's gonna fucking kick off now, and then she lets Santos touch her tit and yeah. t- he takes she takes him into a room. Yeah, and, pulls and that's his it. Out. Well, why, <laughs> you don't see not, it. Yeah, why am I not seeing that? And then you're cutting the bit where she bites Philippe's face off. Yeah, but that's all she does. You don't see a chomp river man. You don't see a chomp Wong. You don't see. You don't see. You never see a sort of recognize what she's doing she's either in a state of i want to eat someone or i'm sorry for eating someone there's never the bit in the middle which is where the the, sorry the meat is yeah now you know um i think you've watched the boys haven't you yes bits of the boys no Mm -hmm. i haven't seen all of it i've seen the second series but the 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 woman in that who's kind of a bit like wolverine you know she's vicious and she's you know can rip people apart and whatever I thought she's going to be leaping all over the place and she's going to be doing all sorts of shit. But I don't oh, know why I, I expected I that. Maybe I, I'll watch a different film. Yeah, like, I knew she didn't do that. I'm glad she didn't do that because it would have been even worse. But yeah. I thought at least she'd be really brutal or something because she's you know she's on instinct then. Yeah. But no, not really. So just looking at IMDb, but there's a, se- a section here that says the R-rated versions delete the majority of the film's gore from the opening lab sequence, as well as heavily reducing the shooting of the storekeeper, removing shots of the cop's eye being punctured with a crowbar, graphic, graphic close-ups of Julie's self-mutilation with a wire spring and a piece of glass, and also reduction to the inf- infamous ripped lip sequence. It's that infamous. I hadn't fucking heard of it. And, it, <laughs> and I'm, I'm so annoyed that this it's the UK version is uncut and rated version. So why? So why? What, what we was this bloody watching? Why was it like that on Amazon Prime? Yeah, it makes no sense to put a shitty version on there. So 
that annoys me more about I'm the film. I'm just glad it was free and I didn't have to pay £2.49 for it. So, but it oh, just annoys me, but yeah. still. And it makes me, I, 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 yeah, the film is... It would be bo- no better, but there at least there might, you could have, someone's put effort into those shots because they're the money shots for the film. Yeah. And what we do, we'll, just, we'll, just take, we'll take them out. It's yeah, like, it, it's the equivalent of the ITV Robocop. So all those glorious bits where um, Murphy gets shot the shit out of. You know, Ed 209. More or less done. Yeah, when Ed 209 shoots, what's his face? Basically not in the film. All of those bits cut. And it's, it just proves it's a good film and it kind of works anyway. But there's effort put into them and there's effort for a reason. I mean, that's a good film with bit strips out of it. This is a shit film that's had the good bit, well, better bit stripped out of it. Doesn't make it any better as a film, but at least it would have been something. Yeah. So I, I agree. It was bollocks. It didn't make a lick of sense. It was quite no. funny um, in chatting about it because of just how stupid it was. Yeah. But it was just. It, I wasn't expecting a lot from it because no. my memory of it wasn't that good in the first place. I didn't think it was very good when I watched it then. But it's even worse now. It's no, not... I, I didn't expect much, but I expected more than I got. So, anywho, never mind. Um, so, yes. um, on to my selection then. Is um... it Santa Claus the movie? <laughs> no, Why? it's not. Why is it not Santa Claus the movie? It's Christmas, well, you bastard. See, I was thinking about this, and I was, I was honestly thinking, like, I genuinely don't know what film to pick, because... Like, it's like, do a pick of Christmas. Oh, chances are it won't come out this, no. uh, this side of Christmas anyway. It's funny but still. when it comes out in March. But um, also, um, I was thinking the film I was potentially going to pick was one of those films that's so bad, is it good, or it could just be bad, you know. So <laughs> I watched this and thought, I'll, I'll try and pick something that's half decent. Well, that's, that's what I thought. So anyway, I've come around to it and this is on Amazon Prime. Now, I think we've okay. talked about potentially talking about this film before, but it's never been available anywhere and it's been a difficult one. I think if you look at buying it on Amazon, it's about 25 quid or Jesus. something ridiculous. Right, it, it's uh, it's not a, a cheap film to get your hands on, although it might be. I'm just going to have a quick look while you um, Amazon... Yeah, so it, it there is a um, a four K version which yeah. is uh, you know thirty two pounds, ridiculous, but still. Um, so yeah, there's the DVD version. Oh, actually, that's four pound fifty, but that's uh, uh, right. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while since I've looked, but I noticed because obviously the film that you've just talked we've just talked about is on Amazon Prime. Yes. So I thought, well I'll have a look, see what else is now Amazon Prime do this weird thing where you can watch films but they have adverts in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a couple like that. Um so, you know, anyway, whatever. So the film that we're going to talk about is uh let's give you you're not well, you may, I doubt it, but still I'll give it a go. Oh, excuse me. Uh right, Bolo Young Right. Um, Forest Forest Whitaker. Oh um. Oh fuck! What's it called? Go on. Well, Has it got a I... dog in the title anywhere. No. No. If I tell you the next person, you're going to get him straight away. Um, oh, Bloodsport. Yes. Hey. So I thought, you know what? I, I know that I'm going to enjoy this and I'm pretty sure that you're going to enjoy it. So I know th- I'm going to enjoy it because we have watched some bad acting 
on this in in this this here series of ours. Yeah. We have seen nothing compared to the person playing a young a young Frank Duke, whatever his name is. Dukes, Frank Dukes. Dukes, Dukes yes. Yeah. A young version of him. Oh. That alone is worth the price of entry. He's got some problems in it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, uh, we're going to be talking so, the about the original Street Fighter Two film. Uh, yeah, from 1988. Uh, it is Bloodsport, which is on Amazon Prime. Yes. So um, there you go. Get stuck into that one. Right. That's it. I think. Um, I, I, I've enjoyed, uh, you know, uh, chatting about the film, even though it was bollocks, because it was quite funny. Uh, yeah. But uh, I hope people have enjoyed listening to it. If uh, you want to check out our other shows, um, we do a variety of them. Our last couple being uh, Superman 3 and The First Power. Um, so if you're interested in those films, then check them out. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll look to get Bloodsport in before the end of the year, hopefully. Although it may not get released until January, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, the song as well. Uh, still, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get all excited for that. Uh, but if you go to 60mw.co.uk, that's where you'll find all of the website stuff and the podcasts, reviews, etc. Uh, check that out. And that's about it, I think. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I wouldn't bother watching the film. It's shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch the original instead. Yeah. I mean, this might be longer than the film, but it's well worth more of your time than the film. I would definitely listen to us rather than watch the film. But uh, if you're curious, um, watch it and let us know. But so, right. Uh, If you love it, fucking hell. (laughs) Good luck. Yeah. Seek help. (laughs) Um, But still. Right. Thank you very much uh, to you. And thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, We'll speak to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.